What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And this week we're doing uh, number three for our listener requests, I believe. Yes, sir. And uh, this week, um, our friend's girlfriend, Leah, she picked uh, Saw for us to do. And she ended up winning the wheel spin. Yeah. And uh, this, if you guys listened to our episode on the Babadook, um, Casey, who filled in for Brooke, it's his girlfriend that uh, that picked it for us. <clears throat> and I was actually very excited to do this one. Me too, man. Very like, excited. Since Di- since Disturbia, this is probably the best one that we've had somebody request for us. Yeah. Sorry, Tori. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I was including Josh's bullshit pick in there too. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so what's been up, man? It hasn't um, been too long since we last talked. No, it hasn't. But also, fuck this movie because it set me down <laughs> a rabbit hole. Uh, I do not recommend watching six Saw movies in like three days. No. Oh, uh, man. Uh, I'm fucking... I'm a different person. Like, <laughs> you out there building traps and shit. Yeah. Like if I didn't like gore before, like I think <laughs> I'm just immune to it at this point. Yeah. Cause Oh my God. Like I haven't watched the franchise in like so long. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like a few of them I, I remembered, but then some of them, the traps I just totally forgot about. And uh, oh, some of them are terrible, like throughout oh the franchise. Oh my god, man! Like some of them I couldn't even watch. Like fuck. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I watched. Uh, saw one through six. I just finished six tonight. Um, nice. Yeah, like I was telling you, I watched them in kind of a weird order because the first night I didn't have time to watch the first one, so I just watched number two, and then I watched number three, and then one. <laughs> yeah, and then such a weird- four, five, six. So. Yeah. It's an odd viewing, but uh yeah, whatever, it's still fun. Yeah. You were saying that you found like a like a continuity error. I thought or I did, but error. then I was like watching number six tonight and yeah. uh I clued in because well I mean everyone's seen this movie at this point. Let's get into spoilers, but um in Saw Three, whenever Amanda it shows her like in the first room and it shows like two dead bodies in the uh in the room. Yeah. I was like, but why is there two bodies? Because like Lawrence ended up leaving the room. So I was like, how is there two bodies there? But then I forgot about the other guy's body that was in there at the end of this movie. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Nice. But uh, So is that all you've been watching is just saw movies? I've had time for like <laughs> fucking get home at like 5.30, throw in a movie. Um, the one night I watched three of them, which I don't think I've ever watched Jesus. three movies back to back to back like that. That's crazy. I know. And then tonight I watched uh, five and six. So, yeah, holy shit. Yeah. Um. So, what's like? Is the first one still your favorite? You would um, say? Or? I think as a movie, like a horror movie, it definitely is the best one. Yeah. But number three is pretty fun. Um, that's when it kind of gets starts getting a bit crazy, and then number yeah. two is a bit is pretty good too. Um, and then like four five and six, like I hated number four. I just didn't, I didn't like it at all. And then same with five and six, like it just gets ridiculous. Like just like go back and like adding 
all this little plot to like the story and just keeps adding on it, adding and like changing stuff. And I don't yeah. know, it gets kind of ridiculous later on. I do remember that from whenever I watched them, but like I haven't, I don't honestly think I've ever watched the franchise like straight through, like since they've all been out. Yeah. Like I've, I've watched them all like, yeah. as they've come out, yeah. but so I may have to take a page from your book and do this too. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'll watch them all in three days. Yeah, <laughs> I don't recommend it because <laughs> fuck. But uh, what have you been watching, if anything? Not a whole lot, man. Like we talked on Son- whatever day it was. Sunday? Sunday, Sunday night, yeah. And then we had a podcast recording with our boy uh, Daniel at the Creepy Crap Podcast on Monday night. Yep. So I didn't watch anything that night. Uh, but anyways, yes, yeah, Sarah and I watched Avengers Age of Ultron. Nice. That was the next one on her list that she hasn't seen. Yeah, I didn't really enjoy that one that much. It wasn't. No, like, it's definitely probably like one of my least favorites. Agreed, yeah. Out of, out of like the whole franchise that's been going yeah. on. Um, and then yesterday or today. My days are all fucked up. Today, I watched uh, a movie called Knuckleball. And it's it's on, uh, it was on Crave. And I've seen it on there a whole bunch. Yeah. And I just kept passing by it. And I was like, it's only an hour and a half long. I'm just going to pop this on, see if it's any good. Yeah. And it's a, a Canadian movie. So that's even cooler. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's basically like a graphic Home Alone kind of movie in a sense okay but yeah it's, it wasn't too bad so it was like a horror movie then good. yeah like a horror thriller okay not like super scary yeah. or anything like that but yeah it was good nice. and that's honestly all i've watched yeah it got pretty easier for me watching this movie because they just keep getting shorter and shorter yeah so true. like the first two are like i think this one is like just under two hours i think yeah, and I think the second one's like an hour and like forty five minutes, and just keeps getting shorter and shorter as they went on. So it's kind of easier to squeeze them. In. <laughs> yeah, but uh, cool. Yeah, man. All right, and you have a special podcast podcast shout out. This yes, week, I do. Right? Um, right. so I just want to give a special shout out to the Monster Madness podcast, um, featuring Erica, Dan, and Matt. They're a bi-weekly podcast that uh, discuss only creature features. So like their first few episodes, like their first season was like, uh, they covered all like the old school monsters, like um, uh, Dracula, Werewolf, um, the, the, the Invisible Man. They watched uh, The Invisible Man and the new one back to back. Nice. Um, and then their new season just started this past week and it was Jurassic Park. That's sick. yeah, it was a good, uh, good episode. Um, so yeah, go check them out. They're on all the platforms. I'm pretty sure, uh, they're on T public and they also have a patron. So, uh, yeah. And they have an episode dropping on, I think the 18th and it's going to be the mist from 2007. Cool. All right. Yeah. So I dig go it. check them out. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely gonna check out that Jurassic park episode. Yeah. I've listened to a couple of their like older ones, yeah. but yeah me too so i think that's it then and we'll hop hop on into this let's do it
So like we said in the intro, this week for our bonus episode, we are doing Saw from 2004. Uh, we'll start off with a synopsis. Two strangers who awaken in a room with no recollection of how they got there soon discover their pawns in a deadly game perpetrated by a notorious serial killer. Yeah. I think like at this point in the franchise, can you consider him a serial killer? I don't think so. Like he's... He's only had the one room yeah. so far, like before the the events that take part yeah. take place in this one. Um, and I mean, he does mention in the or um, Lawrence even mentions in the movie that he's not a murderer. Yeah, that's another thing I was going to bring up too. Like he gets he gets you to to make the choice of whether you want to kill yeah. yourself or you want to kill the person. That yeah, you're exactly. So yeah, I don't think he's a serial killer, but. Whatever. He's definitely fucked in the head, though. Uh, he, yes. Yes. <laughs> to a sense, he is, yeah. All right, Brooke, stop watching these Saw know, movies, right? bud. You're starting, to, you're starting to relate to <laughs> All right. Um, this was directed by James Wan, and he is quickly making a name for himself in the horror community since yeah. this movie. Uh, so he also did both are insidious one and two and the conjuring one and two. And he also directed Aquaman and furious seven, which obviously aren't horror movies, but still fairly good movies. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, saw was his first movie that he directed. And, uh, I'm going to pop, uh, Lee Wanell's name in here right now too. He wrote saw. Yeah. And uh, it was his first writing credit as well. Yeah. Um, and he also wrote the other movies that James Wan has directed, like the other horror movies. Yeah. And uh, um, I'm also looking, he also wrote uh, Upgrade from yeah. 2018. And he also did uh, the screenplay for The Invisible Man that came in out this year. Oh, yeah. True, yeah. eh? Nice. Yeah, he's he's got a shit ton that um, he's done. Like, back to James Wan too. Like whenever I first saw that he was doing Aquaman, it's like, yeah, what? It's so weird, <laughs> but I think he he did a good job on that one. Yeah, yeah, he did. Like it's not like a it, well, it might be the best DC movie because there's not much to compare it to, <laughs> but uh, it wasn't as yeah. bad as people thought. No, I agree. Um, so yeah, we talked about Lee one now. Um, anyways, yeah, sorry. The cast starting off, it's, uh, Carrie Elways. Yep. And he plays Lawrence. Yep. And, uh, he's known for the princess bride. I always forget. He's um, the guy from princess bride. Oh man. I love that movie. So, so good. <laughs> uh, he's also in Robin hood, men in tights, um, kiss the girls, Stranger Things, 
and he makes a return in Saw 3D, which is the seventh one in the franchise. Oh, he does? Yeah. I haven't seen the seventh one. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. My bad. It's been, it's Spoiler been alert. for like three years. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're thinking of Jigsaw. Oh. Saw 3D is the seventh one. That's the one with like Chester. Oh, okay. Then I have seen that one. I, just, I forget yeah. the, the plot in that <laughs> one. <laughs> uh, so do I. It's been a while. Um, next is Lee Wanell, who we just talked about. So pretty much every movie he's wrote, he's had some acting credit in as well. Um, so he plays Adam in this one. Yeah. And he's also starred in the Insidious franchise as Specs, one of my favorite characters in those movies. Uh, he was also in The Mule, uh, The Bye Bye Man. I laughed my ass off at this next one. He is in Lava Lantula, which is a movie that I Dude, I'm we were just so talking hard. to, uh, yeah, Daniel about that. Yeah. I'm trying so hard to get Daniel to do that movie because I really want to hear That's it. That's hilarious. And uh, he's also in The Matrix Reloaded, which I completely forgot about. Yeah. And I remembered him from X Men 3. Right. Yes. Yeah. True. I did see that on there. Um, next up is Donald Glover. No relation to Danny Glover. You got backwards. Next up is Danny Glover. No relation to Donald Glover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. That's funny. Fuck me. I guess I had child, childish Gambino on my mind whenever I, I guess typed so. this out. Uh, so Danny Glover yeah. plays Detective Tap. And he's obviously known for Lethal Weapon, like the the franchise, um, Angels in the Outfield, Predator Two, and more recently Jumanji: The Next Level. Oh, he was. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it yet, but uh, oh man, it's so good. That's funny. It's hilarious. Him and uh, Danny DeVito. Um, that's funny. I'm also looking at his uh, INV right now, and I see that he has a role in Lock and Key. Did you end up finishing that series? No, I didn't actually. Okay. Shit, I forgot about that. I only watched like the first three Oh, episodes. okay, okay. I'm not sure when he comes yeah, in. Yeah, I don't even know if it's a big role. I just saw it on here. Yeah. Uh, next is Ken Leung, and he played uh, Detective Singh. And he's from Lost, uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens, uh, Inhumans. Red Dragon and Rush Hour. He's got a lot of like TV acting roles, yeah. less movie roles. And lastly is the man of the movie, Mr. Tobin Bell. He plays John or Jigsaw. Yeah. And he's been in the whole Saw franchise. He <laughs> was in one, great, one which segment. Which is insane. Right? Considering he was dying in the yeah. first one. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Um, one segment of the Creep Show TV show that came out on Shudder. Um, he was in The Flash, Mississippi Burning, and The Firm. Yeah, he has a he doesn't have as many like big acting roles as I thought he would. No, like he has a lot of he has a lot of acting credits, but none of them seem like really worth it. Well, I mean, fucking eight of them are Saw movies. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that's all I got for that. Cool. So if we want to. Hop on into this movie. Let's discussion. get into it. So the movie opens up <laughs> with uh, one of the lead characters, Adam. He wakes up in a bathtub filled with water. It's like a glowing key. 
that's on his chest. He wakes up and he like knocks the drain out and the key goes down the drain. His leg is chained up. I think it's dark at this point. And uh, then like someone's talking to him, telling him like, oh, it's okay. Like, we'll be fine. Just calm down. And so Lawrence finds it light and turns it on. And then this is where we meet uh, Carrie Elway's character, Lawrence Gordon. Yeah. So they're trying to figure out where they're at. There's a dead guy in the middle of the floor with a, a gun and a tape recorder in his hand. And he's sitting, he's laying like in a pool of blood. So. Yeah. And he has like, his like head is like, looks all fucked up. So you think that he mm-hmm. shot himself. Yeah. So we learn that Lawrence is a surgeon. Um, they find, uh, like tape decks, like tapes in their pockets. Uh, yeah. Adam finds his, it says like, uh, play me. And then Lawrence finds one in his pocket too, but in his envelope, he also had a bullet and a key in his, uh, in his envelope. Um, when I was typing this up, I didn't, I don't remember him using the bullet. Like, like, does he uh, use it at the end? I don't think he does because he tries to shoot, but there's nothing happens. Well, he shoots. Oh, uh, right. He shoots right. Adam, but he hits him in the shoulder. But I think that's the gun that, that uh, well, 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 whatever yeah. we're getting to ahead, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So I don't know if he uses that bullet yeah. or not. Hmm. So he tries the key and like the lock that his uh, foot is chained up with doesn't work. So when Adam asks for the key, he throws it to him. Then Adam tries to reach for the, the, the tape recorder and uh, and the guy's hand that's dead, but uh, he can't reach it. Then Lawrence tells him to use his shirt. He gets it. He plays his tape, and uh, nothing really significant is on Adam's tape that much, I don't think. No, not really. Um, so then... Lawrence asks him to uh, toss him their quarter so we can play his, but Adam's like, "Oh no, I don't. I'm not going to toss it to you." And they're kind of like, "I don't. Not getting along really well at the start." Here. Yeah, they're not working. Working. No, together. and like Lawrence points out, like, "Hey, we need to work together. Like, just toss it to me." Adam says, "I don't want to like break this thing." So when Lawrence throws him his tape, he plays it and. It says that he has until 6 p.m. to kill Adam. There's poison in the room. Um, he says, like, X marks the spot. And if Lawrence doesn't do it by 6 p.m., then his wife and his daughter will die. Yeah. And if, and it's 11, 11 p.m., I think, at Yeah, this I point. think around that or, time. Like, they have, he has seven hours yeah. or something, I think. And I think they... I think they mentioned they think that uh, the guy in the middle was like poisoned too. Yeah, because in the t- during the the recording on Lawrence's tape, it says uh, something like, "If you have this much poison coursing through your veins, the easiest way to go is by right. shooting." Right? Yeah, they did say like that, that. Yeah. So that's a little bit of foreshadowing for yeah, later on. Yeah, and. Uh, <clears throat> And also on his tape, it says, uh, follow your heart. So they're like looking around for a heart. And then there's a heart on the toilet, like the back of the toilet on Adam's right beside Adam. 
So Lawrence tells Adam to look through the toilet. And for some reason, he just dunks his hand in the shitty looking water. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. gross. Like he puts it in like the toilet bowl, not yeah. like the tank. Of and it. like, I don't know if I would have done that first. Like, I don't know. Well, Sarah was watching this part with me and she's like, oh my God, is he going to stick his hand in that water? And I said, uh, <laughs> yeah. And she's like, but the heart's on the tank. I said, I yeah, know. <laughs> right. That's hilarious. So gross. Um, so yeah, he puts it in there. There's nothing in there. And then Lawrence tells him to look in the tank. So he takes it off and there's a bag with two hacksaws in it and possibly something else in the bag. And Adam says, oh, I wish I would have uh, checked there first. <laughs> <laughs> so he has and adam tosses the bag into, into yeah the yeah bathtub. so he at first he tries to like saw through his chain it's a pretty fucking thick chain he's got on he's going yeah. for like a few seconds and his like saw snaps and then he gets like well first he tosses uh lawrence his hacksaw because there's two of them and then when he does that he kind of like looks at Lawrence to make sure he's not looking, then tosses the bag into the bathtub. So there's something in the bag, but you don't know what it is yet. So then Adam starts hacking at the chain for like a few seconds, but then his hacksaw snaps. And I don't know. I was thinking like at first I was like, why did his hacksaw break so quickly? But then Lawrence is like going at his as well. And then he goes a bit later on as well but then maybe yeah, like i don't know i don't know the chances are maybe hit adam's hacksaw was supposed to be like maybe already broken it's like yeah, part of the game or, or something one of them was supposed yeah to be. yeah so they can't get through the chains they're back to square one and lawrence starts telling adam about how it might be this guy named jigsaw who's doing this to them yeah, because uh, Lawrence kind of gets a realization too that he doesn't, or that Jigsaw doesn't want them to cut through the shackles. Right. He wants them to cut through their ankles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Lawrence is telling Adam about Jigsaw because Adam's never heard of this guy apparently. And this movie, well, this whole series has like a lot of flashbacks, especially later on. Like they just add things to the flashbacks in the old movies. Yeah. So Adam is, or sorry, Lawrence is telling Adam of a jigsaw and kind of going through like the, uh, the police scenes and stuff. So there's a guy that was put into a, like a barbed wire maze and is like this fat guy who's naked and had to, who basically was like self-harming himself and jigsaw yeah. wanted him to kind of like appreciate life. Cause that's what his, um, I guess like saying or motto is, I guess. Yeah. So he has like two hours to get through this barbed wire maze and uh, he doesn't make it. And then like the police say that he, the cuts were so deep that there was stomach acid fucking on the ground. Ugh. Like fuck. Yeah. Cause he tries to like just run yeah. right through like, it. Ugh, fuck. Ugh. I can imagine. <laughs> And then yeah. this is where Lawrence uh, tells Adam that Jigsaw isn't a murderer. And then Adam's like, well, what the fuck are you talking about? Of course he is. And he's like, no, he never actually kills anyone. He just makes people make decisions on their own. Yeah. And then it cuts to another... I don't know if it's introduced uh, Danny Glover's character yet. Or maybe it's just shown him. Um, 
but there now they found another scene where uh actually i think Lord, i think the the flashback is lawrence getting interrogated yeah so i don't know if it's this scene or if it's the one after yeah yeah uh, it goes into that here so yeah it shows like the, yeah. this another murder where a guy is kind of naked in like this small room with glass everywhere and there's a safe in the middle and he has like i think poison through his body and there's um numbers all written all on the walls and he's covered in like this flammable liquid i guess and he has to carry yeah, yeah it's like a jelly. yeah yeah and he has to carry this candle around the room so he can see the numbers and then he eventually just burns up um that one wouldn't be too bad to be pretty scary to be honest but yeah that one he kind of have more of a actually i don't know how many numbers were on the wall but it looks like there was a lot yeah that i think that would be the most frustrating part is like that the walls were just covered yeah. in numbers and you're and trying to like lose, you try lose track of the, which numbers you've tried already and shit yeah so then it flashes back again to dr lawrence or dr gordon he's kind of, it looks like he's kind of teaching some like other like medical students and john mm-hmm. um who we later learn is jigsaw spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of being like the the guinea pig kind of to whatever um gordon is showing the students and then this is where we meet zepp he's like lawrence's assistant and he's like kind of like super obsessed with john a bit at this part he's like yeah because lawrence keeps calling him the patient the patient yeah. and zepp's like his name's john he's a really nice person or he's a really interesting mm-hmm. person or something like that so then this is where you find out that Lawrence was the suspect in the murder case because they found his pen light at the uh, scene with the candle and glass room. Yeah. And he may have been having an affair with his wife because the like, cops ask him about like where he was and he says that he was with someone else and not at work. Mm-hmm. And then they, the cops bring in Amanda, a girl named Amanda, who is the only one who's escaped from um, Jigsaw. And hers is the iconic reverse bear trap, they call it. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's basically this like huge metal device like wrapped around her fucking head. And like a metal thing like goes into her mouth and oh, fuck. And if she doesn't, get it unlocked and off her head in time. Then it like snaps open and like rips her jaw apart. So to do that, she has to, I don't know if it's a friend or a boyfriend. He, John or Jigsaw calls him her cellmate. So I don't know if it's someone she knew, but basically this guy, there's a bot, the guy laying in front of her and she lifts up his shirt. There's a question mark on it and there's a knife there. And I think he's, he's still awake, but he can't, move yeah so i don't know if you can feel anything but uh the key to it it is in this guy's stomach and amanda just stabs the shit out of him and gets it out and then gets the uh trap off like seconds before it fucking snaps like you Mm -hmm. can just yeah go now i was was gonna say like you could just like taste like the metal like watching this yeah 
Yeah, just like that rusty. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, like, if you were in that situation, do you think you'd be able to do it? Depends who it is, I think. And the way she does it, too, like, yeah, I guess she, maybe she kind of had to get in there as fast as she yeah. could, obviously, but like, she's stabbing the oh, shit yeah. out of him. Like, I feel like you could cut him open a little bit easier. Yeah. Than that, Would you be but... able to do it? Uh, I think I'm in the same boat as you. It would depend on who it was. But, like, it's hard to say now because, like, when you're in the fucking situation, yeah. like, fuck. Yeah. Um, like, if it was my wife or something, I wouldn't. No, really 100%. It, it like, if it was just someone that I didn't know, yeah, I probably yeah. could. Yeah. <laughs> like, bad just as put this shirt on your head so I can't see your face. so it goes back to the uh the room with uh the two men there uh adam's like kind of freaking out a bit and he throws this piece of cement or something it hits a mirror in there and it breaks and he realizes that it's a two-way mirror so he smashes it some more and there's a camera behind it and uh yeah and then and at this point, you see, like, there, it's not a flashback, but, like, the camera changes to, like, a, another room. Right. And you can see, like, the back profile of someone, and they say, yeah, I can see yeah. you now. Or, yeah, I can see yeah, you Yeah, exactly. Um, so now it cuts to kind of another flashback. Lawrence's daughter comes out of her room, says that she saw a man in her room and that he talked to her and that she wants her dad to put her to bed. So Lawrence comes in and checks her room, kind of, and says, oh, there's no one here. And uh, then he says he has to go to work. And then him and his wife kind of start fighting. She says, like, oh, you're not happy here. And he's just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> very convincingly. Yeah, very convincingly. And then it cuts back to the room. Lawrence throws out of his wallet just to show him, like, who he is and a, a picture of his wife and daughter. And then Adam says he can't find the picture in there that he's talking about, but there's a picture of his wife and daughter tied up. And then on the back, it says something like, um, see more with your eyes closed to like find the X that's in there. And then it cuts back to the daughter and there was a man in the closet and it was Zep. And uh, I thought this part was really cool because, like, he has them tied up, and then he has like the stethoscope, and he's like putting it on like the daughter, and her like heartbeat's getting faster and faster. And then he mm. like takes the gun out and like points it at her mom, and then he puts the stethoscope on her again, and her like heartbeat's going faster and faster and faster and louder. So Danny Glover character, I think his his character name is like Tap. Uh, he is across the street. Yeah. He's like spying into Lawrence's house. He still thinks that Lawrence is the uh, is Jigsaw, and this part didn't really make too much sense to me. He like he sees Zep in the window, like looking out, and he's just like, "Oh, you're waiting for Lawrence to come home too." It's like, why is he doing anything <laughs> about it? Yeah, <laughs> like why do you think that's weird, guys? In his yeah, house? like I don't know if he, I don't think he's a cop at this point. So I think he's just gone crazy, maybe. Yeah, they took him off the yeah. case. No, we went. I think we went too far. Well, ahead. like I know. Yeah, I know we did, but like I think at this point in time, like he's off the case, or he's like not 
or he got like released from the force. Yeah, he got released after Singh. Yeah, dies. which is after this next part. Because they kind of like jump back and forth between. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Sorry. no, no, it's okay. But just because it's like the timeline, it kind of like jumps back and forth like so much. Um, yeah. So Danny Glover's like kind of obsessed with Jigsaw. He has like pictures all over his fucking apartment and shit like that. So it cuts back again to. Danny Glover's like in the police station and Sane says that they're going up for some beers, but Danny Glover's like watching the Amanda movie again, like the, uh, like her. Yeah, in what's the, what's in the, the puppet's trap. name? Does it even have a name or is it just jigsaw? I think it, yeah, I don't think it has yeah. a name. So he like rewinds it back and then he tells Sane to come here and he notices graffiti on the back wall and uh, they realize it's a game sign. And then you also hear a fire alarm in the background. So they track down like all the fire alarm calls. It went off that night and then they end up finding the building, which I thought was like kind of like way too easy. Yeah. Honest, but I, I mean like they narrowed it down I mean, it may, uh, yeah, like it made it, sense, yeah, exactly. Made sense how they yeah, narrowed it, it down, sense, but yeah. like they got they got there way too quick. Um, sidebar: I found uh, the puppet's name is Billy, which I did know. I just okay. I don't think it ever mentioned that in any of the movies. I don't think. Yeah, I don't know if it has or not. You would know <laughs> more than me. You yeah, like I don't all. remember hearing it at all. But yeah. um, I was gonna say. Yeah, sorry. No, no, it's okay. I was trying to think of something. Anyway. They get yeah, to the... So, oh, yeah. They they get to the building, and... Uh, well, before they get to the building, Danny Glover's like, here, let's go. And then Sane's like, go without a permit. And then Danny Glover's like, yeah, we're going now. So they go to the building. They find all this, like, shit, tables, stuff everywhere. They find... It's Jigsaw's lair, basically. And mm-hmm. there's a guy strapped to a chair with like two power drills, like up to his neck. I think it looks like. Uh, I think it was his temple. That's what I thought too. But yeah, like a, the way that it, it kind of kept changing neck. back and forth, to be honest. Yeah. So they're trying to get him out. Um, Jigsaw comes back and they hide and then they come out and they like, tell Jigsaw to get down the ground and then Jigsaw like steps on the button that starts the, the little trap. And then he says like, Oh, you got 20 seconds to um, get this guy out of here. Or he's going to die basically. So I think Danny Glover says he'll take Jigsaw and Sane has to try and stop this thing from happening. And then Jigsaw like says like, Oh, are you going to, uh, like kidnap me like get me or are you gonna save this person yeah it's almost like that scene in the the dark knight where the joker's on the boat yeah yeah uh-huh. right and he's saying like are you gonna come for me or are you gonna save save the city yeah yeah so it's like getting super close to the guy's head and then saint just decides to shoot the the drills and they stop but then, out of nowhere, fucking Jigsaw's like fucking Assassin's Creed dude, man. 
That's all I could think of during this part is like the secret blade in his arm just like yeah. slashes uh, Danny Glover's um, throat. There's throat. <laughs> like just like of Assassin's Creed. It was so funny. So Sane starts chasing Jigsaw. They're like run down in this hallway. Sane shoots Jigsaw and then he like falls in the ground. And then Sane starts coming after him, like getting walking closer and closer. And then he, he runs into like a wire and then he looks up and there's like probably five or six shotguns that just fucking go off and fuck. Mm-hmm. That was a sick trap. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that pissed me off about this movie, like um, tap gets his throat yeah. slit and he's, he's still alive. Yeah. But I mean, at least later in the movie, his like voice is like barely there. Yeah. Like, I say, don't, at least they don't. Fair yeah. Enough. But I agree. Like his gets his fucking throat slit. Like, it's not like, it's not like he got his throat slit, like in a hospital and there was a doctor yeah. right there to like take yeah. care of him. It's like, he is trapped in this yeah. building. He has to get out and get to a hospital all the while his service. Yeah, exactly. Just doesn't really make a lot of sense. Excuse me. So, Sin's dead. Danny Glover has his throat slit. And I think this is where it shows, like, his apartment has, like, small TV, like, newspaper clippings everywhere, photos. Mm -hmm. So, it cuts back to Adam and Lawrence. Adam's not telling... Lawrence about the photo that he got. He turns, he tells Lawrence to turn off the lights and then they see the X behind Lawrence and they turn the lights back on and Lawrence smashes the wall out and there's a box in it that has a cigarette, a cell phone, uh, actually two cigarettes, a cell phone and a note. And I think the note says like, um, there's more ways to kill Adam than you think or something like that. Yeah. I forget what the, it was a small, it was a very small note. It had like one sentence on it. Yeah. So they try calling out nine one one, but nothing happens. Uh, they just, they realize that the cell phone receives calls only. And then he starts asking Adam about how he knew where the X was. Then Adam kind of like, okay, fine. like, I know who you are. And he gives uh, Lawrence the photo. And Lawrence is like kind of freaking out. And like, why didn't you give me, give this to him before? And Adam's like, well, I couldn't tell you. So then Lawrence kind of like secretly dips the cigarette in the blood from the dead man in the, uh, the middle of the room. And then he, Tells Adam that he's going to turn the light. He, he turns the lights off. And then I was like, what the fuck? And then he's like, just, just hold on. And then it cuts to like the video of Zepp in the room watching like them on the camera. And he can't hear them. All he hears is like kind of like whispering is black. And then the lights come back on. And I thought this part was not bad, but it was so dumb. Oh my God. They, uh, like Lawrence, like asked him, like, Hey man, you, uh, you still want that, uh, <coughs> cigarette? And then I'm like, yeah, man, of course. <laughs> like, it's yeah. obviously so fake. It's like, 
throws him the cigarette. Adam takes like a few puffs and then like the worst fake death ever. He like just like starts like convulsing and then it's like, uh, uh, <laughs> and then just falls and closes his eyes. Like that scene in uh, The Mask with Jim Carrey whenever he pretends to die, like in that shooter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah. Uh, so like Adam's like laying there for like a few seconds. And then Lawrence is like, see, I killed him. I did it. Like, let me go. And then you hear like this electrical current, like coursing through Adam's body. And he like wakes up and he's like, holy fuck. They just fucking electrocuted me. (laughs) And then Lawrence is like, what are you doing? Like, that was our only chance. And he's like, I got fucking electrocuted. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So then this is where I think it kind of gets into Adam's backstory. So I think Adam, yeah, he says, starts telling Lawrence, like, oh, I know who you are. Like, you've been lying this whole time. Oh. Yeah. It's because the the cell phone rings. Does it? And and, uh, it's Lawrence's wife who tells her that Adam knows more than he's revealing. Like, he knows who he is. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I must have got those two mixed up. Yeah. And then that's when Lawrence is like, oh. Uh, my wife says that you know me. And right, blah, blah, blah. yeah. And I think um, just before this scene, I think it shows Adam taking pictures of uh, Lawrence. And then it cuts to, it goes to Adam. He says like, I don't know. Lawrence says like, oh, where were you like that night or something like that? And then Adam says that he was taking pictures of of him. And then he went home straight after and that's where like the kidnap scene is like his apartment's like super dark and he got to hear something and then he starts like taking pictures of the camera and the camera flash is going off and like lighting up the room and then he opens up a door or closet and takes a picture there's like a pig max mask there and like attacks him fuck this i know scene. right <laughs> and that pig mask i yeah, hate it i feel like this scene might come up later in our uh our show yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like you were just saying, the cell phone starts ringing. It's Lawrence's daughter. Um, his wife says, "Like, don't believe Adam's lies. He knew you before all of this." And then Adam starts telling him that a guy named Bob hired him to take pictures, but I'm pretty sure it was Danny Glover that did it. Yeah. And then one of them, like, mentioned, I think Adam or someone mentions, like. I don't care if you're covered in peanut butter and want to have a 15 person game bane. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, Fuck. So then they're kind of like in a, like arguing. And then Adam grabs the bag out of the bathtub and throws it to Lawrence. And then Lawrence, Lawrence notices Zep in one of the pictures. And uh, then Adam's like, oh shit, man, like we're out of time. And then hit six o'clock, it cuts back to the apartment with the wife and the daughter and Zep. The, he has them tied up. The wife escapes and she gets the gun. And then she like has a gun pointed at him. Um, he like grabs the little girl and they start like fighting like the wife and Zep. And then I thought the little girl was like super annoying at this part. Cause like the mom's like fighting with the, with the zap and the little girl's like, mommy, help me, help me. It's like, 
bitch, yeah. she can't. She's trying to fight this guy. <laughs> Got my own problems yeah. right now. So Danny Glover, old crazy Danny Glover, he's across the street. He like sees gunshots. So he goes over to uh, the apartment and it cuts back to uh, Lawrence and he gets electrocuted by the um, the chain as well. And then Adam's like, see, I wasn't lying. <laughs> <laughs> so Zepp is going to kill Gordon. Danny Glover's character is chasing him to the building. And then this is probably one of the most iconic scenes in like movie, like two from the two thousands in like recent years. Yeah. So this is probably the scene that everyone was waiting for, like going in to watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence is like kind of going crazy. He's like, I need to say, I need to be there for my wife and daughter. Like I'm not there. He's like kind of crying, going nuts. And Adam's like, calm down, man. Like they're both like really fucking worked up. And then Lawrence just fucking, I don't know, like the adrenaline takes over. He just takes his shirt off, wraps around his leg. And then I love Adam's like reaction to it when he first does that. He's like, <laughs> oh, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And he has a perfect he reaction. Does. To he really situation. does. And Lawrence just, oh man, this is hard to watch. Lawrence just fucking starts sawing out that leg and it doesn't hold back at all yeah and like i'm just being super nitpicky here but like did you find it stupid that he cut his foot off above the shackle and not below it uh i guess it doesn't matter either way it doesn't no i know that's what i'm saying like i'm just being super nitpicky but like he could have he could have just cut like right at his ankle bother me but also just me um I think the second movie was fucking grosser because the second movie, spoiler alert, the cop in that one, uh, Danny Wahlberg's character, whatever the fuck his name is, he gets chained up as well. But instead of sawing his leg off, he smashes it with the the toilet top yeah. and just fucking destroys yeah, his yeah. foot. It's fucking disgusting. Yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. Thanks for that. <laughs> You're welcome, man. <laughs> so Lawrence cuts his leg off. He's free. It cuts back to Danny. He caught up to Zepp and they're going back and forth fighting. Danny Glover gets shot by Zepp. And like, I, I didn't believe this at all. Like fucking Danny Glover's a cop. This is fucking little wimpy nurse assistant just gets the better of him. Like I didn't get yeah. it, but oh well. So it cuts back to Lawrence. He's like crawling away. And this kind of part kind of nitpicky as well. Like Lawrence was so white. Like I know yeah. he cut off his leg, but he looked like a fucking ghost. Like his face yeah. was so white. I imagine he's just like in this huge state of oh, shock. 100%. But, I, but like, yeah, I don't know. I guess you probably did lose a lot of blood, but I don't know if you go that white I, that quick. Yeah, I don't know. I noticed too, like throughout the movie, like he gets progressively worse and worse and worse, like how he looks, like even before this scene. And like, I was thinking like, you've only been in there for seven hours. Like he looks like he's like been in there for like seven Mm -hmm. days. Like he just looks really weak and like sick looking almost. So he grabs the gun from the dead guy's hand in the middle 
and he's like crying. He shoots Adam and then he starts saying, Oh my, I did it. I did it. I killed him. And then it cuts quickly back to his daughter and wife. There's like people there helping them and like calling the cops. So they're safe. And then Zepp opens up the door and he comes to kill Lincoln. But then Adam is not dead. Lincoln. He wakes up, like knocks him on the ground and then just fucking goes to town on his fucking head Yeah, with uh, the toilet cover. And man, it's brutal. It doesn't show like it happening, but it's fucking, oh, you know what's oh, happening. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. So then Lincoln's like, he's like struggling. He can barely move. He can barely talk like at all. He's saying he's going to go get help. He like leaves out of like the, the room a bit. So Adam's still chained up at this point. He's looking through Zet's pocket. Maybe he can find some keys or something. Um, and then it he finds the the tape in Zep's pocket and he plays it and it's basically explaining that Zep was also in a game of his own. There's poison in his system and his goal was would he kill a wife and daughter to save himself? Mm-hmm. So it basically had to like go through the rules and all that shit. Yeah. And then probably another most iconic scene from any movie. Um, the man in the middle just fucking stands up the music, like the iconic saw music is going and like Adam's face, like imagine you're fucking Adam and you think this guy's dead for seven hours, not moving. And then just fucking gets up. Oh my God. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Yeah. This whole scene, like I remember I was saying to, uh, to, uh, Jeff earlier because yeah. um, he was saying he's going to have to rewatch it before he listens to this <clears throat> he was like oh it's, I haven't seen it since it first came out I was like man I wish I could forget yeah. this yeah. scene and like watch well, we it we even talked about that in our last again. episode too when we did our uh, yeah or two episodes I guess um, for our top 10 yeah. but uh, yeah and then I thought it was funny that Jigsaw had the electric buzzer the whole time yeah <laughs> so he just shocks Adam and he turns the lights off, shuts the door, and has the iconic game over. And yeah. that before he leaves, yeah. though, he tells Adam, he's like, Oh, the key for your shackles are. Oh, in the yeah, back. yeah, yeah. That went down the fucking drain. Um, yeah. Yeah. So game over. And that's the way <laughs> the blood splatters. Man, fuck. fuck. Such it a good movie. It really is. <laughs> um, so I was telling you earlier, yeah. For if there's any new listeners, we used to have a trivia section, and we kind of took it out. But I like I wish for this movie we still yeah. had it, um, just because there's so many cool things that they did for this. <clears throat> um, I'm just gonna go through a couple of them really quick. I'm not gonna take a lot of time on it. Uh, one of the things that I found really cool is uh, James Wan wanted the different camera movements to reflect the two main characters' emotions and personality. So he filmed Dr. Gordon with a steady controlled camera. Yeah. And Adam was uh, handheld camera shots to capture their emotions of the situation. Really? So if you're watch, yeah. So if you're watching Adam's yeah. uh, scenes, the camera's like really shaking, like kind of all over the place and it's lower quality than, than what the, the camera was for Gordon. Huh. Like, like, um, like 
say the camera was facing Adam or like if it was like facing Lawrence, like in Adam's perspective. Yeah. So I think if, if the camera's like facing Lawrence, it's more like steady. Like if, if Lawrence yeah. is the ma- like the only character yeah. on the screen, then his was like oh, okay. more, um, right. More steady than it huh, was for Adam. That's cool. Um, James Wan took a gamble and took no um, upfront salary for the film and opted for a percentage instead. I didn't look at how much he made off this movie, but this was probably the biggest, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? It was probably the best idea he could have what a fucking ballsy move, but it worked out probably in the end. Yeah. But I mean, this guy, it's his first movie too, right? So he's probably thinking like, well, if I make money, I make money. If I don't, That's I don't. Insane. But this movie had a budget of $1.2 million, yeah. which makes yeah. sense. Um, and it made worldwide almost $140 million. Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah, it's considered one of the most profitable horror movies ever That's created. crazy. Um, so... Or sorry, it made almost 104 million, not 104. Oh, okay. My bad. But but regardless. Yeah. Like. Um, also, I was reading like as I was watching some of the movies, I kept looking at some of the trivia, and I think Saw Three was the once it released on like Blu-ray or um, DVD, whatever. It was the yeah. most sold uh, movie of the studio that did it. Um, oh, yeah, really? Twisted Pictures or whatever. Yeah. yeah. In, and yeah. Uh, James Wan and Lee Wan-El created, uh, created that production company. Oh, did they? Yeah. That's cool. If I, I think I remember seeing that somewhere. Yeah. They immediately formed a horror genre arm called Twisted Pictures. Oh, no, wait. I'm sorry. That is, that's <laughs> wrong. This proved successful enough to attract the attention of Evolution Entertainment, and they immediately formed a horror genre arm called Twisted Pictures and gave one and one L a small budget. Okay. But yeah. Um, didn't Elijah Wood start his own one as well? I think so, yeah. I don't remember what it's called though. Cool. Anything else? I do remember hearing that. No, I mean there's a couple other things, but those were like the main ones that I really wanted to Cool. kind of get out there just because like especially the the camera shots because yeah. like talk about um like having a lot of intuition with what you mm-hmm. want to do <clears throat> all right so we'll talk about our thoughts on the movie i'll start with my reviews here all right so my story i gave it an eight out of ten nice i said this movie this movie revolutionized horror movies um, at that time, never before that I can remember yeah. was a movie like had a movie been made that was like yeah. that prior to prior to Saw. Um, I like I said, it was incredible to see that for a first movie for those two, it was something completely new when they could have just like easily made their mark in the movie world by recycling shit that's already been done before. But they kind of uh, they had like a short film that this was based off of. Yeah. And, um, and they, it, it was received well somewhere. I can't remember where it was, but it was received well at some sort of, uh, film fest or something like that. So then they ended up making the full length. That's cool. Um, 
I said, even after seeing the movie as much as I have, it still had me on the edge of my seat throughout the yeah. whole thing. And I'll repeat what I said before. It's one of those movies that you just wish you could kind of forget yeah. that you watched 100%. it before and, and have that experience the first time. Uh, and I gave the quality an eight out of 10. Also, I said, there's great script, great acting, intense atmosphere. The bathroom location was super effective at not only just being creepy, but also making you feel like dirty yeah. and gross and kind of lo- locked in there yeah. with them. Um, I said, it really set the bar high for the following movies when it comes to the traps. And honestly, this is one of the more effective and realistic ones because it's not like a mechanism. It's the person who's in the cell that's yeah. trying to kill you. Huh. And I said, it's an extremely smart and well thought out movie. Yeah, it is. So yeah, I gave my story a eight out of 10 and my quality a eight out of 10 also. Cool. All right. So I gave my story a nine out of 10. Nice. Uh, this movie's just, super original like you were saying yours um the movie really changed the horror genre going into like the 2000s like you said and i just really like how the killer doesn't kill people he makes people make the decisions on themselves on their own yeah and they're not the best people like they're not terrible people like i think amanda she just takes drugs and the fat guy like just tries to kill himself. So Jake, it's people that like aren't appreciating their lives enough. Exactly. Because like later on in the, the movies, like the series jigsaw is pretty much saying that because he had a cancer and tried killing himself that it made him realize how precious life is. Yeah. So he wants other people to figure that out as well. And, uh, like the puzzles and the traps are really like imaginative. Like, I think they're really fucking awesome. Nothing really bad to say about the story. Like a few things with, uh, Danny Glover and the, the Asian cop was kind of like, eh, but nothing really like bad. So quality, I gave it eight out of 10 as well for you. Um, okay. So it's like almost, almost a perfect movie. Like some of the acting acting scenes is like not the greatest, but I thought that Carrie always did a great job, like especially during the saw scene. And yeah. I even thought like Lee Wanell did a good job, even though he's not like a trained actor. And I just thought yeah, especially that, at that time. Yeah. And I thought the <clears throat> practical effects were really good. Like even watching Saw Six today, like those effects look so fucking bad. Like yeah. It's all CGI shit, man. Yeah. That just makes you appreciate like these kind of movies. Definitely. Um Yeah, like I want to give this movie like a perfect score, but that's not a perfect movie. <laughs> so uh nine out of ten for story and eight out of ten for quality. Cool. So well received by both of us. Yes, very much so. <clears throat> All right, so now that we know our scores, let's head on over to Rotten Tomatoes, and we'll check on theirs. Alrighty. Uh, the critics' consensus saw and snares audiences with a deceptively clever plot and a myriad of memorable, nasty set pieces, but its lofty ambitions are undercut by a nihilistic streak that feels more mean than profound. Hmm. Yeah. All right. 
All right. <laughs> okay, what do you think the critics scored it? Based off that consensus, <laughs> I'll say like a 73. Oh, man. This score shocked the hell out of me. Fuck. The critics scored it 49%. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. 49. Yeah. Wow. On 100, 184 ratings. That's baffling. I know. Considering some of the movies that I've seen like similar scores for. Yeah. And wow. this is what they give it. Yeah. Um, well, like it's kind of funny that you talk about like the critics and shit. Cause I just listened to uh gladiator on the rewatchables podcast. Oh yeah. And Roger Ebert gave gladiator a two out of five. No way. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. But that's like uh, one of the best movies ever made. I know. Right. But that's crazy. Wow. Um, yeah. the audience score has to be higher, right? The audience score is very much higher. Like they, yeah, they gave it an 84%. Okay. <clears throat> On 152,000 ratings. That's crazy, man. Like, yeah. Wow. But uh, I don't know. Critics hate horror movies. They do. (laughs) They really do. But yeah, I was really surprised to see that. Oh, fuck. (laughs) But then you look on like IMDb and I think it has like a 7.6. Yeah. Yeah. A lot more understandable. You ready to hop into that scare section? Let's fucking do it, bud. Okay, what did you uh, give it for a scare rating? So I gave this one, this might be my highest scare rating that we've done so far. Okay. Maybe. I forget what I give for it, Terry. But uh, I give it an 8 out of 10. Damn. All right. Um, This movie is actually like pretty fucking scary to me. Like just like not jump scares per se, except that one scene that we may talk about in the next one <laughs> but uh just like the psychological effect it has on you like putting yourself in the p the victim's shoes like yeah oh man it just makes you feel so uneasy and like yeah and like the gore the gore isn't really that bad in this one compared to the rest of them but it's still pretty disturbing to watch yeah definitely. so i gave it an eight out of ten all right, it's understandable. Uh, I gave it a six out of ten. Yeah. Um, I said the fact that the characters are given like that almost impossible choice, whether they want to basically kill or mutilate themselves or do the same to someone yeah. else to stay alive. It's like kind of a terrifying yeah. thought. And I also said, "Fuck that pig mask." <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Actually, like speaking on what you just said. Uh, the guy that has the candle and going around the room. Yeah. Is it that guy? No, no. It's a different one. There's another one. I think it's in another. Oh, fuck it. We'll, we'll save it for our top five. I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay. okay. I'm getting them mixed up because I've watched so fucking many of these <laughs> movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. What was your scariest scene? So I think we have. I think we both had the same scariest scene. So I picked the one where Adam gets kidnapped. Yeah. Uh, Like just the camera clicks and then it's like the light up the room and then the the pig mask. 
So I, I chose a backup scene for it. So I chose the saw scene. Um, just I think just Carrie Elway's performance in this scene makes it that much scarier. Because like as he's sawing away, it's like his like ah 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 like he's yeah. just screaming and like Adam's uh, reaction to it like imagine being fucking tied up and like some guy's fucking sawing his leg off like <laughs> ten feet away from you yeah and like Adam's like covering his ears like tell him to stop it's like oh my god I couldn't imagine yeah it'd be brutal so sure. I think I'll pick a saw scene. All right, cool. What about you? Uh, yeah, you you nailed it with uh, that scene where Adam gets kidnapped. Yeah, um, it's almost like like you know that something's in there with him, and you know it's going to jump out at some point. Yeah, but it's just like yeah, there's no light in the house. It's just any light yeah. is coming from that camera click, and it's just like okay, which one's it going to be that it, this yeah. fucking thing's going to pop out, and then it finally does. Yeah, because it's like it's like a jump scare. But you know what's gonna happen, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like fuck. And you don't know it's gonna be that pig mask. No, and I think no, you don't. That I think that's like the the effectiveness of it. Agreed. It's like you like yeah. you know that something's gonna happen, but you don't know that it's gonna look yeah. like that. Yeah. Duh, do you think you would survive? I put I don't think I would be in this situation to begin with, but if I was I probably wouldn't be a lot. I wouldn't probably wouldn't survive. No, just, I don't know. Going through those traps and stuff. Like, I don't think I could do most of them. Like, I think we talked about the one that Amanda was in. Um, if it was someone I didn't know, I probably would be able to do it. But at the moment, I don't know. I don't think I would, to be honest. What if it was like Adam and Lawrence's trap where like, Lawrence can poison him and it's not such a violent death. Nah, I wouldn't be able to cut off my own leg. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. Oh my god. No. But you'd maybe not have to, right? Like if you all you have to do is kill Adam and then you get you get released. I don't know. I guess I'd rather be out of that situation, just fucking die of hunger. I don't know. <laughs> what about you? Uh, I said it's tough to say. Yeah, it is. Which is kind of a cliche thing to say, but um like I like you said, I don't know if I cut my own foot off or kill someone else, but like yeah. if I'm in a situation where my family's gonna die, yeah. I'd probably be cutting my foot off. Yeah. Agreed. Actually, but it's like no, once you cut one Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean Lawrence only cuts his foot off because like the game's over, right? True. Like, I don't think he would have had to do that if he would have killed yeah. Adam. So basically what you're saying is, in this situation, you're Lawrence and I'm Adam. Yeah, man. Watch out. Well, fuck you. <laughs> Good thing you don't smoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Adam does by that fucking performance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh all right, so this is a top five episode, and if you haven't guessed it by now, we are doing the top five saw traps throughout the whole franchise. I bet you um, people I, thought we would have done the top five saw movies. Oh, maybe because there's so fucking many of them. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But we went with uh, we went with this one. Yeah, which was fucking hard. Yeah, that's probably the hardest. Oh one my god. Done. 
like we said last week was hard with the top 10 movies from uh, the 2000s, but I think this one might have topped it. Surprisingly. Like, holy fuck. Yeah. All right. All right. You want to hit us with your honorable mentions? So my honorable mentions, the first one is from Saw 5, and it's the, I call it the Indiana Jones wall trap, (laughs) where uh, the one cop or the agent, he pretty much gets squished by a wall and just like the way he does it happens is so fucking gross. Like he starts yeah. climbing up the wall and then his arm, he's trying to like hold the wall, but his like uh forearm bone, like goes through his skin. And it's like, Oh, so fucking gross. Yeah. Um, I was watching a video on, on the different kills, like before we did this and that was one of them. Was it? And yeah. I don't remember that. Like I remember the trap, but I don't remember what happened prior to it. But like, there's another guy that's on the, like underneath the floor. That's like watching. Yeah, what? yeah, that's the uh, the cop. That's like yeah the new jigsaw, pretty much, in like the last I think, oh like right three right. movies or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and then my other honorable mention is the guy that's uh, got all of the hooks in his skin, and the chains are attached to like bombs. Mm-hmm. And basically, he has to rip out all of the hooks in his fucking skin, and like like 200 feet there's one of his hands his like shoulders his like sides and then like one in his fucking lip and it's oh i wouldn't be able to fucking do that i just fucking die (laughs) take me now yeah (laughs) yeah i don't know if i'd be able to do that either yeah what uh what about you uh my first honorable mention is from saw six and it's the Mm -hmm. shotgun carousel yeah that's uh the people that are on like the playground carousel kind of thing. Yeah. And, uh, there's a guy, he, he's sticking his hand in something and he has to spin the, spin the carousel. Yeah. If he like hurts himself, then it skips that person. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that would be pretty fucking terrifying. Cause you don't know if he's going to let you save you or not. Yeah, exactly. It's like uh roulette. With yeah. Yeah. Shotgun. Pretty much. <laughs> And my next one is the needle pit from Saw 2. Yeah. And uh, this one, it's just like, uh, whenever he picks, like, because it it happens to Amanda, who is in the first one as well. Yeah. And the guy, like, fucking just picks her up and tosses her into this huge pit of needles. Yeah. And she has to find, I forget what she has to find in it, but she's got to find something, and she's just, like, fucking tearing through it. Yeah, at first she's, like, super like in pain and not moving yeah. but then she just gets this like adrenaline and just starts going nuts in it yeah, yeah. and uh there's like a trivia read that it took four people like four days to change the metal needles in it to uh like styrofoam needles and it was like a hundred over a hundred thousand needles that they'd had to change that's insane yeah like like oh. Who does that job? Like, I know, right? Do they have the interns do it, or probably? Like, some, oh, oh my god, I'd I'd be quitting. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, we limited ourselves to two honorable mentions each for this one. We did. We don't want um, to keep it too long, but yeah, there's so many other good ones that we had to leave off. Yeah, it was the, that's what made it so hard. Like, yeah, but. Uh, 
All right. All what right. do you got for your number five? Then? So my number five is the uh, pig guts trap from number three. Basically, there's a lawyer who's at the bottom of like a like a vat, like a kind of like a beer, like keg kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he's like he's laying down it, and he's like trapped with his neck, and then above him there's all these pigs that keep getting like it's like a assembly line, and they get dropped down in these blades. And it just like destroys the pigs and they like goes in there and just fills with all the fucking pig juices and blood and yeah. oh, it's gross. What did these pigs ever do to you? Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the guy. I'm worried more about the pigs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I read that it was uh, James Wan's favorite trap in all of the movies. Okay. Yeah. What one was that one from again? Saw three. Three. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I think I'm definitely going to go through and watch them all. Yeah, yeah, you should. Uh, what's your number five? Uh, my number five is the trap from Saw, the like the first Saw with yeah. Adam and Lawrence, like their whole their whole trap. So it's basically the whole movie. But yeah, no, I didn't even think of putting that on. Like that's fucking genius. Like <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think to put that on my list. Even, <laughs> even consider it. So yeah, hats off to you. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, I don't know this one. It's kind of understandable that you'd miss it. Cause it's not like the rest of the traps throughout the movies. right? No, because it is the whole movie pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, and it's not, yeah, go ahead. No, you go. Cause like in this movie, there is in one room, like solving different puzzles kind of. Mm-hmm. And like the other rest of the movies, like saw four, like four and like six, it's, one person going through a whole bunch of different traps. Yeah. Well, same with Saw 3 actually too. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. So I get why Saw 1's different from all the other ones. This one's almost like an escape room, whereas the other ones are like literal traps. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, uh, I don't know. I almost wanted to put this one a little bit higher on the list. Like, down in like three or two probably oh, really? but wow but i don't know like this one the rest of the ones on my list are like really grotesque and like yeah like hard to watch yeah so i think like it doesn't necessarily make them better traps but it's no, like no. it's more like extreme to watch and it, yeah yeah it's almost more fun fun yeah. to watch yeah exactly what about your number four? So my number four is the scalping trap from Saw 4. And okay, yeah. Basically, the girl has like her ponytail in like gears. And then every like few seconds, it gets, it pulls on it and like fucking starts scalping her head. Uh, oh, it's yeah. fucking hard to watch. And um, like, I remember from like a game, I think, called gun i think they you could go around like scalping people and shit like that yeah it was almost like a like a red dead redemption yeah yeah and uh man i couldn't imagine because like you're alive when you're doing it and like yeah um like even like pulling out like a one hair fucking hurts oh yeah like imagine just fucking oh and the guy that's with her like he gets her out of the trap and she's still like Goes nuts on him. Yeah, she has like fucking half her fucking scalp rip off. Yeah. Doesn't he grab her hair and just like pull on it? To yeah. That's like off. Um, oh, fuck. Yeah, that one's hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your number four? 
My number four is the Angel Trap from Saw Three. Nice. And this is the one that's kind of like uh like the Blood Eagle from whenever we were talking about it in Midsummer. Yeah. And yeah. uh they do it in Vikings, the TV show too. Yeah. But it's like it's like all these hooks that are like or chains that are hooked into the girl's like spine and rib cage and shit like that. Yeah. And she has to like stick her hand into a vat of acid to get yeah. the key. Yeah. But every time she sticks her hand in, it's obviously like eating away at her skin. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. So I'm just going to skip ahead to mine. Mine's num- my number three is the same trap that you picked. Yeah. Uh, one of the, like I, I've watched most of these movies, but I forget most of the traps and this one, like as soon as I saw it, I like instantly remembered it. And then, oh man, it's, I had to cover my eyes. Like I almost threw up. It's so fucking <laughs> gross. Like even when she puts her hand in the acid, like it's starts eating out away or just skin and shit like that. And oh, I know. She like gets out of the trap. She unlocks it, but he, he, her fucking ribs are attached to this trap. So like, yeah, she's pretty much done from the start. Cause how is she supposed to fucking rip them all out? Well, exactly. Yeah. And then and- like when it does like pay off, it's, oh, it's fucking so gross. <laughs> <laughs> What's your number All three? Right. My number three is the Pints of Sacrifice from Saw 5. Nice. And this is the one, there's two people and they need to uh, fill up a like a container with 10 pints of blood. Yeah. And uh, instead, like, I don't, I can't remember if he gives them like a hint to like split it between the two of them or if they come up with that. No, idea so themselves. I just, I just watched this one again. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's like five holes and then throughout the whole movie they they think that they have to kill one person to like move on. Right. But in the end, they actually needed to all work together to get through all the traps. Yeah. And yeah. then the girl was like, well, we need 10 pints of blood. One person can give 10 pints, but they'll die. Yeah. But, or two people can give five pints each and you might live. Yeah. So they did decide true. to both do it. And it, it's it's so intense, man. Like the guy, like they stick their hands in these holes, and there's these saw blades inside yeah. the holes. And the guy, he like instead of like uh, I don't know, I'm saying it like as if I know exactly what I would do. But like you would think, like just chop your hand off and let your fucking arm bleed into this thing, and then eventually you'll get your five pints. Yeah, yeah. But like this guy, he like puts the saw blade in between his two fingers and like just goes all the way up his hand yeah. and like into his arm. Yeah. He goes pretty far. And, yeah. Like, Oh, or like, and it looks like a, yeah. Or like switch hands, like put the other yeah. hand or something. Like just cut like a little bit but off each, each part of you. But I don't ugh. think I'd be able to do this one. I don't think so either. Like just to see the saw and like, no, I, I, I definitely wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. Like fuck that. I'll get blown up. yeah um yeah that one's uh that one's fucking rough Mm -hmm. all right right your number two so my number two is the pendulum blade trap from saw five oh this one's intense oh man so basically guy is has his like shirt off and he's on this table and he has his two hands out beside him and they're like in these kind of like I don't know, kind of like hammers or something like that. And yeah. he 
has to crush his hands to get out. Um, and then like a pendulum drops down and is like swinging the whole time. And then like every few seconds or every like maybe 30 seconds to a minute, it drops down closer to his skin. Yeah. And like, Oh man, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, cause like if it gets to a certain point, it just keeps cutting you like tiny, tiny bit. And like, oh, that yeah. like hurts so much. And like, just the thought of like seeing it coming down, you can't do anything at all. Like, Oh yeah. And then when it finally Besides, does cut through him a bit, like, Oh man, it's game over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, that's my number my, two. Nice. My number two is from saw six again, and it's the uh, pound of flesh trap. Yeah. That's a good one. So this, yeah, this one, it's like two people competing almost. And there's like a scale. Yeah. Like one of those old school scales that like the sides tilt. Yeah. Kind of thing. And they have to like beat the other person basically. Yeah. And uh, like the, the girl, she's like cutting her arm off and like she starts off like just sawing it off. And then she ends up getting this big like fucking meat cleaver yeah, and just slamming it off. At first she has like this like tiny little knife and she's just like cutting yeah. through her arm. I was like you have a giant cleaver right there. And then like, there's like 10 seconds left and she just starts going nuts on her arm and gets it off. Yeah. And the guy that's, that she's like fighting against, he's just like, he's a big fat guy and he's like cutting like fat off of oh. his stomach and stuff. Oh, I, saw he was so fat. I was like, that's not fair to her. Cause fucking he has all this fat. And yeah. Oh man, it's so gross. There's like chunks uh. out of his fucking belly and shit. Oh, yeah Fuck. and like even if you do get out of that like do you really even survive that i don't know yeah because like an arm you just fucking get a new like Tie it get up a new and... one or you know have no arm or whatever but yeah it's a fucking part of your belly like oh yeah and like with her she could do what uh what lawrence did in the first one like tie a tourniquet around it and hopefully yeah. it'll slow the ble- bleeding down. yeah exactly with him he's got like a big fucking hole in his stomach <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, that one's tough. All right. All right, what's your number one? So my number one is the, um, I, I, I call it just Bones Twisting Trap. I don't know what the actual name of it for it was. Oh, yeah. But uh, from Saw that. 3. Uh, so basically, there's a guy kind of in like that uh, old school pose that you always see in like old school like science shit, I forget what it's called. But he has like his legs and his arms and like these metal machines and his head's in a metal machine. And there's a key attached to a shotgun in like a kind of a case. And you have to get the key out. But if you pull the key, it like fires the shotgun. So, uh, yeah, like slowly starts turning each of his limbs until like they pretty much fucking turn so much. They just start snapping like bones and shit. And the amount of pain you'd be in from that. Oh my God. Oh man. Cause it doesn't do like all at once. It just goes each of them slowly and like, yeah. it's fucking like femur like pops out. Like is, oh. Oh, oh, so gross. Yeah. These are terrible. They are. I'm not even watching it. Like just talking about it. I know. It's like, oh my God. Oh, it's fucking hard to watch. And like, who came up with these trap ideas? Like, was it? And like, yeah. And like, once it got to like saw six, pretty much like some of the, like, graphics and shit like were so bad it wasn't even really that gross for some of them yeah 
um except for the one that you you mentioned but uh yeah before this like all the the effects and shit are really really fucking believable yeah all right what's your numero uno (laughs) (laughs) i'm going back to saw again and uh, i'm going with the reverse bear trap nice um i know you don't see like the the after effect of like what would happen with this one but i mean it's just it's a terrifying thought that like, it is your jaw is gonna get ripped off of your face yeah like <laughs> fuck um and like would that kill you instantly i don't know uh you know what i mean like like would yeah. you have to lay there for like five or ten minutes with no bottom jaw i don't or? know man that's true i think it i think you'd bleed it way too much yeah I don't know, but anyways, yeah, so that's the trap that Amanda had over her face yeah. and and the video explaining to her like what's gonna happen, like it shows what, what the trap does on a mannequin yeah. head and it just like fucking obliterates it. it. Yeah, and uh on Saw Six at the end of that movie, spoiler alert, the what the cop he gets it put on his head and then he manages to get it like in like between two bars and it like goes off, but doesn't fully go off. And then like he gets it off yeah. and then his like whole side of his face is pretty much like ripped off from it. Oh, it's so gross. But uh, I like, that's a good pick. I like it. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So we made it through the top five. That's it for our saw review. Yep. Um, so we've already talked about like on our last episode, what you want to do next. Yeah. Do you want to, yeah. So do you want to maybe correct <laughs> yeah, yourself? So we're not watching Stormship <laughs> Troopers, although that would be a dope ass movie. Uh, we're watching Starship Troopers. Uh, I guess, I don't know. I had Star Wars on my mind that weekend. Uh, Star Wars day was on Monday. My girlfriend loves Star Wars and it was her birthday. So we're having like a Star Wars weekend. And, uh, yeah, yeah. so (laughs) we were watching 1997's Starship Troopers. Yes. And, uh, I'm excited to talk about this one. Me too, man. It's been so long since I've watched it. Yeah, it's probably been like a good, like 10 years since I've seen it. Yeah, me too. I think it's like kind of like considered a cult classic. I think so. Cause like it has pretty decent reviews, but it's like kind of like that cheesy over the top you know, yeah. movie. It's, it's a type of movie that we get like good reviews from the audience, but a terrible. Yeah. Yeah, audience, exactly. And, uh, I think we have a lot of fun with it. Definitely. Cool. All right. I think that's it then. All right. Well, guys catch you on the next, uh, episode. And, yeah. uh, and thank you again to Leah for putting in this pick for yes. us. Yes. Yes. It's, it's probably our favorite, uh, favorite listener request so far yeah agreed (laughs) all right all right stay safe guys take it easy